welcome to Alphabet Flight, your encyclopedic journey through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe, where we read each entry of the characters you know and love and have forgotten along the way. I'm your guest host, Jordan, and with me is the magical jewel, Jesse. Oh, by the way, I'm going by art now. Oh, art now? Yeah. Oh, I remember you mentioning that you were going to change your name, but I didn't know when you did. Okay. Oh, I arbitrarily decided sometime last week. Huh. Okay. And let me see. And with me is this magical jewel, Art. Hey. Hey. I'm going by I'm going by Art now, and also my brain's too dumb to uh, host a podcast right now. So I offered to help. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, today we're going to be talking about Topaz. And I'll be honest, this is the first time I've uh, seen seen or heard about her but i think i've heard like she seems familiar as like i might have seen her in the background of something else but what do you think topaz is or do you remember oh um she's one of the witches um she i think she fought by jennifer kill huh like um yeah yeah the the man thing uh man thing person well, my brain is so dead right now. <laughs> I know what I'm trying to say. Jennifer Kells from Man Thing. She's yeah. a, she's uh she was taught like Atlantean <laughs> magic. Yeah. Now, uh Topaz is related to that somehow, and I'm mm. not exactly 100% sure because she sure hasn't shown up in a lot. No, so. she she really hasn't. Huh. Um so anyways, let's get into it. Uh oh, and you do you want me to send you a link to the image, or did I have? Um, I have the first one. Okay. So, and she just looks like a typical, I guess, blonde. I guess it's kind of a, more of an 80s look, but, like, it looks like she's, like, trying not to be a druid to me, because her cloak's brown and, and stuff like that. Do you know what I mean? Um... The way the way that I'm the way that I'm seeing it is it looks like she's doing she's 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 doing a druid inspired uh outfit. Okay. Yeah. Although it, yeah, it looks like she's doing a druid inspired outfit. Like yeah. she has like, you know, stuff. I can't tell like, I can't tell if those le- things on her legs are part of her boots or uh or are just like leggings cuz you know they had leggings in the eighties a lot, and that's mm. what this image looks is from. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, let's get into her details here. Uh, her real name is unrevealed. Possibly Topaz is her actual first name, and we were just talking about how uh, they, she still hasn't been given a proper name, so she just still goes by Topaz. Occupation is empath. Identity is apparently Topaz is publicly and legally known by the name Topaz. Uh, her le- and why? Hmm? Then why aren't she? <laughs> She's why is like, that's not her real name? Like like okay no I understand the the whole point of having like the real name because a lot of times you know mm-hmm. well it's because we're normally calling them by like their code name or something yeah but like everything just points to her wanting to be called Topaz yeah I mean <laughs> so. So, uh, her legal status, unrevealed, no criminal record. Other aliases, none known. Place of birth, unrevealed. Marital status, single. And known relatives is taboo. Stepfather who's deceased. 
Uh, as for Gr- oh, I mean, I thought he, I thought he was in the Black Eyed Peas. <laughs> uh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, okay, come on. <laughs> Why do I say wait? I can edit this. There you go. <laughs> uh, her group affiliation is ally of Jack Jack Russell, the werewolf, and of Doctor Strange. And her base of operations is India, later Southern California, later Mephisto's Netherworld, now New York City. Her first appearance was, and, oh, and it says, and origin, was in Werewolf by Night by number 13. And, let's see, it says, uh, let me get you the image there. I forgot to get the na- what the, what the name of it was, or what the story was. Oh. Could have probably guessed it. His name is Taboo. Yeah, this is a this is definitely a Werewolf by Night cover. Apparently, it goes by Werewolf now, but I disagree. He should always be Werewolf by Night. It is. Um, it is a lot more fun to say. Yeah, just and, I don't and, care. And it makes sense too. Like, is he ever ever a werewolf at not at night? Well, I mean, he might he might not be a werewolf only at night, but also at the same time. Why not? So a lot of people have names that don't reflect who they are. True, <laughs> true. Uh, but uh, but yeah, there's like a a buff mummy. There's like a buff mummy. Yeah, and then there's a lady with a with a really high slit on her dress, white dress, blonde. She's kind of like you know sitting down. Are they? It looks like they're in front of the Sanctum Sanctorum. Uh, no, nope, never mind. I'm overthinking. I think they're in the sewer or something. Yeah, like, that. like I get the. The destroyed grating behind him looks kind of gives that impression. Like the yeah, Sanctum Sanctorum, uh, the circle window. window. Yeah, yeah, no, but no, they're just. I think they're in like a sewer or something like that, yeah. or something underground. Yeah, and then there's a little text box uh, besides Werewolf who's being picked up, and I think he's being choked almost by the mummy. Oh, I don't know. It seems to be less of a choke and more of a this is a um, most convenient place to grab you at the time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I see that. Because uh, I don't know. I'm not I, seeing I a lot been... of flexing with the thumb. And yeah. like, the art is good enough that you can see when they're flexing. Oh, it, it's kind of like he just caught him in midair. And yeah. yeah, I think it's more of a caught in midair thing. Also, it has my favorite little thing, a character box, where it's actually a circle. Yeah, it's like a little moon with <laughs> werewolf coming out of it. <laughs> yeah, which uh, that were that which uh, the he better watch out. That werewolf's about to get him. He's tiny though, <laughs> but you know he's feisty. <laughs> Man, I, can you imagine like small ankle biting werewolves? Yeah. yeah, that's that's just that would just be like a kid. True, just oh, a kid, right? It's a feral kid. It's a little goblin child. <laughs> what 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 is what is a small werewolf but a, a child with sharper teeth? Anyways, let's go into her history now. Uh Topaz herself does not know the identities of her parents, nor does she know her last last name or whether Topaz is her original name. But uh, as we said, I, 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 it doesn't <laughs> matter. I, I don't understand. Okay. I mean, like, it does matter a little bit, but also at the same time, it doesn't seem to matter. I'm I'm caught up on this. I don't know so, why they're so. So did, was there a mandate? Was like was she supposed to be a bigger thing? Maybe. I mean, <laughs> especially with magic, I can always understand when they when they're especially like cagey or or sicking about a name. It's because there's there's going to be something dealing with true name magic. Like as long. <laughs> 
But I don't think they ever did that with her. No. Well, they don't do a lot of true name magic either, though. Yeah. And, and Marvel, because... <laughs> I don't know. They don't seem to. Like, because, because, like, if they did true name magic, then Doctor Strange is, is just boned. Yeah. Because his true name... You know what his name is. Yeah. He was world famous before. So... And he seems to really be tied to the name Doctor Strange. Yeah. Or Doctor Stephen Strange. Yeah, so like, it's not like it's not like you can imagine a different do- Doctor Strange at this mo- at this time. Yeah. I don't know. I they don't really do a lot of true name stuff, but true name stuff doesn't really make a lot of sense with superhero stuff. Yeah. At least. Because like they, it's like could you get into the whole thing like, you know, is it is Clark Kent Superman or is Superman Clark Kent? Which is by it's yeah. the opposite. It's it's Clark Clark Kent is Superman, and uh, Bruce Wayne is Batman. I think I think there was an episode. There was actually an episode of Batman Beyond that kind of just proved that that uh, Bruce Wayne's the the alter ego, or at least he. Well, no, no, Bruce. No, it's the opposite for Batman. Yeah, like he he considers he considers himself Batman pretty much all the time. Yeah, but like I mean I understand that one, but yeah. like but but like it doesn't make a lot of sense because like for Batman, if you're doing true name magic, you would just call him Batman, and he'd be like, "Oh no, you have power over me!" <laughs> like you know, yeah. Also, also there's the whole there's the whole thing of I don't know what about Shang Chi? Oh, you have power over me! All of a sudden, like it doesn't make sense. Yeah. You know, I don't know. Everyone knows who Bruce Banner is. Maybe it, maybe it's just something that only the Fae can do. Well, I mean, yeah, but like the the Fae don't actually. I don't think the Fae does come up, but they're different. Like they're they're from other worlds. Yeah, and that's the whole. And like they're different. They're different. And wait, is that the one with the Merlin? That's the actual Merlin. No, the Merlin who I don't know. <laughs> Because I know it's, it's it's not the alien Merlin. It's not. No, it's not. It's not uh, Yaga Baba. Yeah. So it had it's, to be one of the other two, and I couldn't remember which. No, like I think I think it's implied that because there was a Merlin mm-hmm. on Earth who did magic. Yeah, but I'm not sure if they just retconned that into him being from Otherworld, the one from Otherworld, or that there is, or, or there is a physical Otherworld Merlin that is also in the Marvel universe, right? Yeah. yeah. It's I don't weird. know. I something whatever. Okay. It's the one that 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 has that has the seed spareless and all that. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, back to back to our story. <laughs> we went on a tangent. I, that that being said, I think I think the Fey are just like the other world stuff. Else, wait. So, sorry. One other thing. Uh huh. Wouldn't the Fey just be a boon to like some superheroes? Like you just say, "Hey, my real name is this," and they take your name, and you can only be that superhero now. You could just get rid of your other identity. Yeah, but at the same time, do you imagine all the paperwork you have to go through and the trouble they give I'm, you when you when you have a name change or anything like that? I've I've heard people who have just trouble with that with just just doing a normal like thing like that, and it it's annoying. Well, it's magic. It doesn't it doesn't matter. You just your name stops being yours. Yeah. I mean, and like, I don't think you have to do, I don't, I I think you can just like say, hey, okay, I feel like the superheroes would have a contingency for that. Like, I feel like there would be something within the vigilante community where they'd be like, hey, I know a guy. 
because they all know a guy. Mm. Like every single one of them. A lot of them, it's just Tony Stark, <laughs> but or or Doctor Strange. But they all know a guy. Like all the villains know a guy. Like even yeah. the thugs and stuff that the street level like villains and stuff know a guy. Yeah. So I feel like you could just. I feel like you just know a guy, and they just is just like, yeah, it's just this now. Yeah. Maybe that's like. But then if it's that easy, maybe that's why it's not really a boon because it just it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but at the same time, okay, I'm I'm not gonna. I know yeah, I'm, I'm getting stuck. Yeah, we're, I'm we're getting, getting stuck in this. We're, we're getting into the weeds. <laughs> we should should move on. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see. Her earliest memories are of being a street urchin in India during war for warfare between uh, India and Pakistan. She was placed in a prison camp where she met Taboo, a sorcerer who had been sent to the camp for refusing to use his powers to aid his captors in in the war. Um. There's a note for that says see appendix taboo, but of course, as we all know, there was never an appendix. So who knows where taboo is now? Yeah. Uh, under taboo's direction, Topaz used her great psionic power to enable herself and taboo to escape the camp. Taboo? Wait, hmm? wait. It was a prison camp. No, no, no. Uh, so her parents left her in? She? India? Yeah, she grew up in India. She doesn't remember her parents. She grew up in India. Okay, so, oh no. Yeah, it's okay. I know. I know about there. There's a Nazi lady who who was in India during the same time period. Ugh. So I know. I know it's probably not tied to that at all. Probably I just, not. <laughs> Let's hope. It's just learning about this. A uh, learning about this Nazi woman just like literally sent me on a three months like spiral like like eco fascist. Uh, De- related depression so now i'm just uh-huh. I'm, I'm like i'm putting i'm putting things together <laughs> right now pepe sylvie yeah uh um taboo raised topaz as she grew almost to a full adulthood and used her as a familiar in the practice of his own sorcery it was through te- what yes i don't wait i don't understand how a wait. person can be a what? familiar that's kind of what? worrisome no but Okay. He basically like, he's basically like he's my this here's this kid that's now my assistant and I'll just channel magic to them as my familiar. I I guess. Does that mean in D D can I make a kid my familiar in a D D? Could I be like, yo, this you know, is just a five year old kid. <laughs> you know, I know I am sure there are some GMs who would who would take that opportunity because they could I can imagine them making it uh, absolute hell for you. Well, like, like, could, so, like, let's let's say let's say I'm a sorcerer and I and I choose to, you know, get a get a familiar. Can I can I deliver touch spells through a five year old? Can I make them run into battle? Mm. <laughs> I think I think it only works as well as you can convince the convince the child to do what you say. Yeah, but like, but if they're your familiar, they technically have to listen to you because they're magically bound to you. I guess I think, they don't I think, have to I think, to I think you. they're using it as familiar as a sense is that they only are a store of magical energy, of like personal magic uh, energy. I mean, yeah, but also, I, I, okay, I have way too many questions, <laughs> and I feel like they're never going to be I answered. Don't think so. Actually, I, yeah, I don't think so either. <laughs> I just, I just want to, I just want to know. Like, I'm, I'm going to search this up right now. Okay. Uh, can you have a child? As a familiar, because I mean, 
if it's a if it's a question of sent sentience, I mean, some familiars can, are extremely self aware. No, no, sentient. No, like familiars automatically are smart. Yeah, they have to be. Yeah. And uh, no, that would just be a companion. Like, yeah. right? No, that just that's just a companion. That's just, just like, a child companion. Yeah. Huh. So okay, let's say okay, because it only refers to familiars as creatures. Yeah, but okay. So, but D and D categories are well. Well, no, D and D categories are pretty pretty straight up. Like like it's either going to be a humanoid most of the time if it's a like player race, or and then it's going to have an uh. Then most familiars have like an animal shape. Like, can can you just steal a baby and make that your familiar? Or is that just a child? I just, I want to know. And okay, you're probably right. They just use the child as a store of magical energy. I understand, but like, I am I'm pretty sure familiar for the longest time meant like some creature mm-hmm. that you use to cast spells with. Yeah, like I'm just confused with the th- <laughs> with, with with the wording there. This because like. Right, right. Like I don't think familiar is used in any other term. No, I no, no, not that I think of. Like, for I mean, that besides word. besides yeah. familiar, like, yeah, oh, I'm familiar, familiar with, with you, but like, yeah, like but, in in this situation, I can't think of it as a as meaning as a noun, proper noun. Yeah, as a different proper noun or means something different. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I'm just a store of magical energy is the best no prize. So yeah. I just I now I just want to see if I can convince GM that I could just like use <laughs> wait 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 now I'm thinking okay a sorcerer who wants a familiar but doesn't have the class ability to and like you know they mm, mm, like I mean I'll have to come up with a reason in game <laughs> for the mechanic uh but they just still a child and want to know if they could use it as a familiar of cuz I've done that. I've, I have, <laughs> there is, I have, uh, 100% multiple times. There, yes. I just like really passed like a, uh, handles animals check <laughs> and like repeatedly. So, and I had a familiar by def by, you know, de facto familiar. Like I technically had an attack squirrel on multiple characters. Cause like, They'll just say, hey, you find a squirrel, and I'm just like, well, I want to make friends with it, and I make friends <laughs> with it. And at some point, like, the DM, the DM was just like, I guess you just have an attack squirrel now. <laughs> <laughs> so, can I do that? Can I do that, but with a child? Is I that mean, a thing? I mean, it's... <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's not possible to actually have end up doing stuff like that. I mean... Like can I can can I cast the spell grass uh, shocking grasp on a five year old and tell them to run at this monster <laughs> and touch it? Like what was what was this, what was the name of the guy who who of uh Oliver's twist uh head of the uh, artful dodger? Yeah, like I mean, in a way, wouldn't you say like the artful dodger is just like he has like just a store of of attack children for him? I think that's a, just a companion thing, though. I feel like he just has, you know, like how you have a, uh, you can just hire people in D and D, like low level mm. people to fight with you. I feel like they just did that. I feel like the Infernal just did that. <laughs> like this, 
I, I just don't like the term familiar for a child. <laughs> yeah, especially an empathetic one. Yeah, like, a store of magical energy, that's one thing. Like, you know, that's one thing. But whatever, I'm, I'm gonna get off of this. Okay. We've been doing <laughs> yes. this for way too long. Yeah, <laughs> we're, it probably won't need editing. Oh well. Uh, it was through Taboo that to- Topaz first encountered the mystical entity on Earth as doc- known as Dr. Glitter Knight, uh, who taught Taboo secrets of black magic. I have no idea who Dr. Oh, Glitter mm, Knight is. Mm, okay. <clears throat> and I don't think he's appeared much else other than with uh, uh, this, this kind of like storyline or, or, um, so. or something with it. So, um, if I'm looking at this properly, um, 10, 11, looks like, looks like they're in 11, 11, uh, issues. Okay. Yeah, it looks like they're in 11 <clears throat> issues, and the, the last time, uh, Dr. Glitter Knight was seen was in, uh, the Brother Voodoo, um, miniseries in, uh, huh. in 2009. So, sooner than you think, but also... Ah, uh, you know, a decade ago. Yeah, weird. Anyways, uh, at one time before he met Topaz, Ta- Taboo possessed the book of black magic known as the Darkhold. Man, that book gets around. Uh, who does? Who hasn't touched the Dark? The Darkhold is it like it's a, It's like if Darkhold. The only way you have not had come in contact and touched it is if you've never heard the name Darkhold before. And even then, you probably came in contact with it. Yeah. Like, just, I, I mean. It, it just gets a lot of play, but at the same time, like, come on. Uh, Taboo casts a spell from the Darkhold on his son, Algon, or Algon, yeah, Algon, to endow him with great powers. But but, but then Baron Gregor Rusoff, uh, Rusoff took possession of the Darkhold, and as a result, Taboo was unable to finish the process of transforming Algon, who was left as a misshapen monster. Oh. Oh, no. I mean, probably. Also, wait. Misshapen monster. He, yeah, you wondering. like you know you could also. I mean, they're still your son. Yeah, and like you know, but you know, what's whatever. Whatever. Also, you probably could have gotten. Probably also could have gotten the book and finished it. But yeah. you know, so all good. Also, isn't Baron Gregor like a descendant of uh, Jack Russell? Yeah. Okay. No, no. Uh, uh, ancestor. Ancestor. Okay. Uh, when Topaz yeah. was in her late adolescence. Abu attempted to force Rusoff's son, oh yeah, uh, Jack, Rus- Jack Russell, who was secretly a werewolf, to give him the Darkhold. At this point, Abu was based in Southern California. However, the Russell-Russoff family no longer possessed Darkhold, and Jack Russell earnestly believed it to have been destroyed. Sensing the good human being that was Jack Russell inside the werewolf, Topaz refused to kill the werewolf before Tabu. She accused Taboo of not loving her and of seeking merely to exploit her powers. Enraged, Taboo ordered Topaz and Jack Russell out of his home. What? He was using her as a familiar, familiar proper noun. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Okay. Uh, oh, oh, wow. Uh, subsequently, Taboo stole part of Topaz's soul and used it to transform Algon even further. However, soon afterward, Taboo was killed by a toppling gold statue, and Algon himself perished. Apparently, the stolen portion of Topaz's soul returned to her body. Convenient. Uh, Topaz lived with Jack Russell and his family thereafter. She and Jack fell in love with each other, but they appeared never to have fully acknowledged the extent of their love for each other. She and Russell traveled to Transylvania, where Baron Gregor Rosoff had lived, 
and there encountered the vampire lord Dracula. I still love how so much how Dracula is an actual thing in Marvel Universe. I was listening to an interview uh, that the people at uh, A World on Fire and All Star All Star Squad podcast <laughs> Squadron podcast, um, which I've been enjoying. Um, but Roy Roy Thomas was uh, was basically tasked with you know making some horror characters because mm-hmm. the comic code changed to where you can have besides literary monsters you can just have whatever monster you want mm-hmm. like uh, and he was told by uh, Stan uh, Stan Lee that you can have a uh, you need to make a you need to make a you need to make vampire. Uh, and they originally was just gonna do Dracula, but Stan was just like, no, we need super uh, super villain. Uh, we need super villain uh, vampire. So they made Morbius. So there was a chance that Dracula was gonna be a mostly a Spider-Man villain for a long time. Ooh, for for a while. Uh, but they made Morbius instead. Um. And then Dracula obviously was going to, because they were just good. They were going to be doing him and Gene Colan. Uh, no, him and no Gary Jerry Conway. Was going to do was was going to just do a Dracula series anyway. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, but yeah. So fun fact: we could have just if if Stanley was less specific, uh, we could have just said we would never have Morbius, the Living Vampire, because uh. they won't. Basically, they just wanted wanted a character they can copyright. Yeah, but at the same time, like it makes sense. You would want a character you want to copyright. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't believe in copyright, but also at the same time, like I can understand why. When Topaz's powers began fading, she returned to India to renew them. There, she sought out Doctor Glitter Knight and asked him for help in regaining her powers. Oh, okay. I have more. I have more questions. Yes. Does is she a battery? I, you know, there's some some people who who treat empaths as that. I don't think this is the first time where they seem to be an even if just emotional energy storage for people. Yeah, like is she just like is she a battery? Is she a magic battery? I think she is. Okay, cause like I feel like you would have mentioned that. Yeah, up top. Well, they didn't. I don't think they're just. I don't think they're going to say it outright. But it it definitely seems like she's some type of mat magical like battery kind of thing which i mean that's you know that's perfectly valid thing to be but like i feel like instead of the term familiar you would have used store of magical energy yeah or something or magical battery also 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 there's something a little problematic with a white person going to going to (laughs) india to 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 recharge their their magic um Um, yep uh, Glitter Knight placed Topaz in a mystical hypnotic trance and then removed the dark side of her soul. Uh, and then in parentheses here, it says, Topaz has stated that Glitter Knight stole her entire soul. However, she must have been mistaken since she could not continue to use her psychic powers or even to live in her physical body if she lost her soul. Her statements that Glitter Knight stole the evil in my mind, or in other words, the dark side of her soul, is more accurate. I feel <laughs> like... This is a he said, she said thing. I feel like there yeah. was a thing about someone losing their soul in a recent major story, and they needed to say that. Yeah. Glitter Knight placed the stolen ectoplasm in a large glass egg and infused it with black 
sorceress life from his own body. <laughs> I can't. What is this entry? Why is there why is there so many entries that are just like will explain everything to the minute details to the point that it's annoying? And then there's ones like this where just like what why are you tell me more? Uh, okay, so what Topaz fainted and regained consciousness in a back alley sometime later, having regained at least part of her powers. She tried to find Glitternight, but failed. Topaz returned to California with Jack, Lisa, and Cohen. Glitternight was now able to cause the stolen part of Topaz's soul to take form as a monster that did his bidding. Jack transformed into a werewolf and impaled the monster on a stalagmite. The monster then dissipated. Topaz, Jack, and Cohen were again free, but Glitternight went after them again, demanding to find Taboo. It turned out that Glitter Knight had removed Taboo's soul from his corpse, but that Taboo's spirit had re- then rebelled against him. I mean, I would rebel against him for a lot of this stuff here. I mean, also, I, I just... This, I thought... This is so confusing. I thought ectoplasm... What? I thought, uh, yeah, ectoplasm is from ghosts? Like, I mean, and... I thought that was from, like, ghosts. Like, does Stephen Strange drop ectoplasm every time he, like, astropajacks? Is it like real mm-hmm. goopy over in the uh, Sanctum Sanctorum? Maybe if he can, if his physical body does, or no, his uh, astral form passes through certain things. Oh, maybe it's like what like Slimer, we- like when his body passes through what, certain what, certain walls, it leaves tr- a, a series of uh, ectoplasm. No, I have multiple pieces of evidence that does not say that because he goes through walls all the time, Aww. and he would be like they're missing out on a chance then. Yeah, I like mean, if, sure. It's just where does he? What the ectoplasm? Like you have their soul. You why? Yeah, the magical substance of a soul is is a thing that people have. Yeah, all the time. Put it in a gym, dude. But don't put the don't make it goopy. Just put it in a gym. There's so many gyms with people's souls in them in the Marvel universe. Uh, why are you making it goopy? I. Maybe he needed a goofy to make the monster. You're uh, I don't know, I'm just guessing. <laughs> I mean you're I know you're no prize and it's just like I can't I can't with this entry. It is it is Buckwild. Ex- explain it a little bit more. Uh, I'm actually kind of gonna feel like I need to track down these issues just to see if it makes any sense actually reading it. Uh, yeah. so uh Topaz the werewolf, the spirit of taboo all battled Glitter Knight. Taboo sacrificed his existence on the earthly plane to save Jack's sister, Lisa, whom Glitter Knight had transformed into a demonic being. Jack Russell, as werewolf, defeated Glitter Knight himself. Man, did he, I, for someone who I thought was not really, you know, a big thing, he keeps coming back. Uh, still later, Glitter Knight returned and had transformed Topaz into a winged harpy-like being under his control. But Topaz's true personality was reasserted itself and she returned to human form. Glitter Knight vanished as a result of a battle against another mystic entity, Fire Eyes. Which, again, there's an appendix scene there, which we'll never know, I guess. Turn around, <laughs> Fire Eyes. <laughs> uh, many months later, the demon Mephisto transported Topaz to his nether dimension. Referring to himself as the biblical Satan, Mephisto told Topaz that when she reached her 21st birthday, she would simultaneously reach the peak of her powers. He said she, she would then be strong enough to destroy even himself. 
Mephisto contended that your empath and this is in quotes, your empathetic abilities will eventually siphon away the evil we seek to create. Your powers can create utopia. You stand above the others, for you possess the power of love. Uh, well, I, I guess she failed. I guess she failed at her stated purpose. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Hence, Mephisto intended to kill Topaz and then and there. But as he was about to strike, Topaz suddenly achieved full control over her latent powers and unleashed mystical force that rent Mephisto asunder. Mephisto eventually formed himself anew. The demons of Mephisto's dimensions somehow overpowered Topaz and imprisoned her there. Moreover, they cast a spell that would separate the empathetic portion of her soul from her if she ever managed to escape from Mephisto's underworld. Uh, uh, okay, this this is so. They I how they she, she's way too overcomplicated. Yeah, like and I understand. Oh, Marvel character, yeah, compl- overcomplicated, whatever. But like she's overcomplicated for a Marvel character. Yeah, like she's approaching like incomprehensible levels of like an X Man. Yeah. And not X-Man, but X-Men, I should say. (laughs) (laughs) Topaz was entrapped within the demonic form held fast within rock. She passed her 21st birthday while imprisoned in Mephisto's dimension, which I guess is why she didn't achieve Utopia, I guess. I don't know. Later, the astral form of Franklin Richards was taken prison by Mephisto, or by a demon impersonated him. Richards unleashed his immense psionic energy power against his captors, scattering his substance across the nether dimension. Uh, Richard's astral form then returned to his own body on Earth. The cataclysm that Richard caused freed the demon entity in which Topaz was trapped. Demonic creature somehow made its way to Earth, where it battled the Sorcerer Supreme, Doctor Strange. Disco- <laughs> discovering that the discovering the young woman was trapped within the creature, Strange immersed the creature in water, weakening it, and reversed the spell that had imprisoned Topaz, thus liberating her from the demonic form. <sighs> and there's still more. Strange, yeah. Strange brought Topaz to his home in New York, but half of her soul had been hurled into the if- infinite by the demon spell. As a result, she not only lacked her empathetic powers, but she also no longer had control of her emotions. And other times, she would be overwhelmed by passion. Hence, Topaz's sanity became increasingly unstable. Uh, it is unclear whether the half of her soul that Topaz lost on escaping Mephisto's is the same part of her soul the Glitter Knight had stolen. There is no documented incident before captivity in Mephisto's dimension, in which Topaz regained the portion of her soul. So she's got a fourth of a soul left, right? Yeah, she has to have like a fourth of a soul if the soul math is correct. Yeah. Regained a portion of her soul, Glitter Knight stole. It should be noted that after Glitter Knight stole a part of her soul, Topaz did not lose her empathetic powers or control over her emotions. It has been suggested that by removing the dark side of her soul, Glitter Knight unwittingly made her made her a more powerful force for good and thus a threat to Mephisto. I mean, I kind of guess that like you know getting rid of all the bad and it made her a force for good in love i guess the alien oh great now we're going to alien sorcerers the alien sorcerer Earthona, who sought to become the earth's dimension sorcerer supreme by slaying Doc- dr strange and stealing his mystical books and artifacts found and captured the portion of topaz's soul that that the demon spell had cast into the infinite Earthona mystically contacted topaz showed her that he had the missing part of her soul and asked her to reach out through Strange's chamber of, of extrospection and take his hand. Topaz did so, and, and Urthano used the mystic contact to create a spell that transported Strange's house with Topaz inside to his alien planet. Meanwhile, outside, a demon in Urthano's employ had se- seriously wounded Strange, forcing Strange's astral form to take refuge in a succession of other bodies, including that of the other dimensional alien, Rintra. Oh, I remember Rintra. Yeah. 
Is is the rumors about uh, him being in the next Doctor Strange movie, uh, like he- headline Doctor Strange, movie, not him being in like a side character? Uh, you know if that's still like been confirmed or denied? I have no idea. And with and with rumors, like it's it's sometimes a little hard to tell if it's just like uh, Disney putting out basically free press or yeah. not. Um, yeah, I mean there may or may not be. I wouldn't be surprised but also at the same time i don't know like you know they made they made like rocker raccoon and groot like basically a household name and those were not yeah true a while ago not too long ago so like you know they put razor fist in a show like they put razor fist in in, in a movie like razor fist the guy who has a razor blade for a hand, Razor <laughs> Fist. I also think they put Taser Face in there. Also, <laughs> like, I don't know. Could be. True. Could be. Uh, strange sharing Rintra's body traveled to Orthona's world in a spacecraft, taking his own body, which was healing, with him. Oh, wait, I remember that. Where, where you thought it was Rintra that became the spaceship. I think they were saying that Strange was riding in Rintra's body that ruined that a spaceship they got. It's it's still incredibly it, yeah it was worded. very early. Uh, while Strange and Rintra's body battled Orthona, Rintra's captive captives Topaz and Strange's servant Wong, or wait, uh, while in Strange, in Rintra's battled Orthona and Rintra, what the why does Rintra have captives? I don't know. Okay, so so for some reason, uh, while he battled Orthona, Rintra's captives Topaz and Strange's servant Wong. Uh, saying she was dying, Topaz pleaded with Wintra to give her back the, mi- the missing half of her soul, which was held in a nearby bottle. See, that's the easy way to keep a soul. You just keep it in a bottle. No, like, there's so many ways of keeping yeah. a soul without making it goopy. I know. Like, I mean, I'm not, I'm not against, like, slimy stuff, but, like, you can just put it in a bottle that you can just put in your pocket. Like, what happens if the, what happens if the bottle breaks and it's goopy? You ruined your pants. Yeah. Or your robe. It's just like Nickelodeon Gak all over again. I know. It's just like, you know, I don't know. Uh, Rincha smashed the bottle at Topaz's feet, and the missing part of her soul returned to her, restoring her powers. After Urthona was defeated, Topaz, Wong, and Rincha returned, it says returning, returned to Earth with Strange. Later, Topaz was drawn to Britain by the Sisters of Glastonbury Tor, a mystic sisterhood that had cared for the gravely wounded King Arthur Pendragon after his final battle with his his nemesis Mordred. The sisters intended to instruct Topaz in the use of her great powers. It has been revealed what it has not been revealed what subsequently happened between Topaz and the sisterhood. Topaz has since returned to New York City, where she acts as a staunch ally to Doctor Strange. I am in awe of how complicated this is. Yeah, it Ugh. reeks of someone who they wanted to make a bigger yeah. deal, and then no one cared about them. Yeah, yeah, it looks like the yeah. It felt like they were going to like, like she was going to have her own side series or something. And it just never happened. And like she could have had her own side series because like they were handing out side series for everyone. Yeah, like they they did one for Spellbinder and like yeah, <clears throat> I don't know. Anyway, it's it's this <laughs> yeah it's her height is five feet three inches, weight a hundred pounds, uh, blue eyes, blonde hair, her strength level. Level Topaz possessed the normal human strength of a woman her age, height, and build, and engages in moderate regular exercise. Uh, known superhero powers. The full extent of Topaz's psychic powers has yet to be revealed. 
Apparently, she is potentially one of the most powerful mystics on Earth with the ability to drain hatred, fear, and evil out of other people. She can infuse living beings with life energy, as when she caused a uh, flower to grow in an arid land when she was a child. She can reunite a disembodied soul with its body, as she once did with her friend Sarah Wolf. Uh, Topaz is an empath who can sense the emotions of others as if they were her own, and magnify or diminish the emotions of others and heal the physical injuries of herself and others. How is being an empath allow you to heal physical energy injuries? I mean, I don't know. Some doctors are empath. Maybe that's it. Be like, like she has really good like bedside manner. Mm, okay, because I, I mean, like it. I've heard sympathetic and like empathic magic, like where they heal through help or eh, whatever. Uh, she can communicate with others mentally, even over vast distances. Once she issued a mental call for distress from Transylvania to California. At the height of her power, she controlled the werewolf Jack Russell's transformation. Ah, oh, so she can be werewolf, not by night. Um, Topaz can project psych psychic blasts powerful enough to stun other people or even to demolish a tower. Her telekinetic abilities have enabled her to break through steel bonds. Oh, hey, this, this little... This, Topaz can act as a familiar to sorcerers, enabling them to focus and magnify their magical powers through her own psychic abilities. Okay, there. That's... They should have put that up front. I was so confused. Yeah. For so long. Ugh. Okay. So at least we got one thing answered for us. Okay. I now want to know why her soul is goopy and other people's aren't, though. And why was it goopy at one time and not the other time? I'm starting to feel like that was Glitter Knight's doing. Yeah. Which I don't want to really get into what it is, because that might just be his, you know, his thing. That, and that, that might just be his thing. He just really likes those souls goopy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, that was Topaz, and wow. I mean, yeah, a lot happened. Yeah, and like you said, uh, like you said, it definitely felt like they were gonna were gonna try and do something with her, but uh, yeah, I don't think she she appeared at much much else after uh, all the stuff that they mentioned, right? Uh, she was She's... part of a four part series, uh, which was that had the Scarlet Witch, Topaz, and Jennifer Kale called the Witches, uh, okay. which were Charlie's Angels, but, but supernatural. But with, but yeah, and also Stephen Strange was the was Charlie. Um, uh, and I do know that she worked with Doctor Strange at one point. I, I. But it seems like she was mostly around, you know, late 80s, sometime a little bit in the 90s and early 2000s, but that's pretty much it. Like, she doesn't have a lot of appearances. No. All right. Which is why it reeks of a person who <laughs> wanted to be like, a big deal, but, like, couldn't, couldn't make them a big deal. Okay. But, well, is there anything else you want to add, or probably move on to plugs? Um... Let's just do plugs. And by plugs, I my brain isn't still working, so you can do. All right, so, so you can do it. So you can find Jesse here on Alphabet Flight, but also he does. Oh, I'm going by art now. Dang it! I forgot. I was even saying it over in my head a couple of minutes ago. Uh, you can find art here on Alphabet Flight, but he also is on. Uh, they're also on uh, Creepy Critters, where they sometimes uh, uh, where they talk about cryptids in sometimes lurid details. Uh, also is on the Into the Rewatch podcast, which is, I think, currently watching Riverdale, right? Is that what you guys are watching now? Yeah. And uh, he also, I'm, they also uh, do Over Insmith, where 
day and uh faith read a short story made by hp uh, lovecraft and if it's not racist or boring or both we'll put out an audiobook uh as for me i usually am just <laughs> doing social media work for for genesis or for art right now and uh we just recently actually uh made tiktoks for all this so you can actually see little videos for it uh it's kind of fun finding random songs to go with just some of the images there but if you want to see what the uh characters look like the the like first like the first issue they appeared in that we talk about you can find them at alphabet flight on twitter instagram and now tiktok uh and i guess that's it so uh may Kanchu protect you through all your night travels bye mm.